Over the years, I have seen so many people decide that they want to become content creators, not really understanding all of the time and energy and patience needed to become one. I think a lot of people assume that being a content creator is just as easy as throwing some stuff up on TikTok or Instagram and then kind of becoming famous and getting paid to post about your life, but that's not really the case for like 99% of professional content creators. It's actually a lot of work, planning, creating, posting, communicating, selling, maintaining, the list goes on. So today I wanted to share four mistakes that I see content creators making so that you have a clear understanding of what you need to do or not do to find your rhythm and grow and become a professional content creator. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Hey creator, I've got something really exciting to share with you. My brand new signature course, the Instagram roadmap is now available for instant access. The Instagram roadmap is a self-paced course designed to take you from overwhelmed and uncertain to confident and excited to create content that is going to help you grow on Instagram. I've poured my heart and soul into this course and included all my experience and expertise from not only growing my own active Instagram community of over 35,000 followers, but also from helping countless clients grow their Instagram audiences as well. The Instagram roadmap is designed for beginner and intermediate creators like you who are looking for the path to growth. In the four and a half hours of video lessons, I go over lessons like how to build a strong brand online, how to craft a content strategy that is designed for your unique circumstances and goals, how to batch your content so that you don't get burnt out, and finally, how to monetize your audience and turn content creation into your career. I'm so excited to welcome you into the Instagram roadmap. You can start learning today when you sign up at the Instagram Welcome back to the creator club podcast and happy Halloween. If you're listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, can't believe it's the end of October already y'all. Um, Hope you find some fun way to celebrate. Um, Before we get into today's episode, which I'm really excited to share with you, I wanted to give a shout out to this week's reviewer of the week. And the review of the week comes from I Train Canines. And the review is titled, Easy to Understand and Apply. And they have written... I have a booming dog-based business, but social media has kind of stalled for me. I've set a goal to transform my social media content with a goal to gain brand partnerships in 2023 and hopefully provide some online education options in the future as well. In three days of listening and changing just a few things, my small follower count is already rising steadily in just a few days. 
Thank you so much for that kind review. I'm so happy to hear that the Creator Club podcast could give you the information and the encouragement that you need to kind of get that boost of a following online. I know that it can be so frustrating when you're first getting started. Everything feels so stagnant. So really glad to hear that some of the tips that I've shared have helped you push through that. If you listening have had a similar experience or you've appreciated any of the advice that I share here on the Creator Club podcast, I would really super appreciate it if you leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It's free to do, just takes a minute or two, and it really makes a big difference for the growth of the show. And if you listen on Spotify, you can leave a rating there too. If you don't listen on either of those platforms, that's interesting. I wonder where you're listening, but you can take a screenshot of your podcast app and share it on your Instagram story to give the Creator Club podcast a little bit of a shout out. And if you tag me at Katie Steckley, I'd be really happy to have a little chat with you in the DMs because I always love to see who is listening. All right. So with that out of the way, let's get into the content of this week's episode, diving into the four big mistakes that content creators need to stop making. And If you are making any of these mistakes right now, I'm not trying to call you out, not trying to give you a hard time, just trying to encourage you to maybe see things from a different perspective or try out something new that might help you push through that stagnation that, you know, the reviewer was talking about and kind of get that slow and steady growth that you need as a creator. So let's get into it. Mistake number one is not building your overarching brand strategy. The first mistake I see is that a lot of creators jump right into content creation before taking time needed to build an overarching brand strategy. I totally get that. Chances are, if you want to be a content creator, it's because you love making videos or you love posting photos or creating graphics or you're excited about the actual tasks of like bringing your ideas to life and making that content. So it totally makes sense that a lot of folks jump right into that, but it's truly not enough to just get on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok and just start posting without kind of planning and thinking about it. I mean, of course you can do that. And honestly, it's a really good practice to just put yourself out there and start posting. But if you want the content that you're making to contribute to your long-term growth as a creator and a creator business, then it's really going to be more effective for you to take some time and plan and strategize before you really start posting in earnest. Before you can truly dive into creating content and building your business on Instagram, you need to really ask yourself why. Why are you growing a brand on Instagram or YouTube or a podcast or wherever it might be? What are the goals that are driving you to keep going with this project? You really want to think about those things because trust me, as you go down the path of content creation, you're going to run into roadblocks and obstacles and you're going to get discouraged and feel down on yourself. And if you don't have that North Star, that why, the reason behind why you're doing all this work, then it's going to be really hard to continue to motivate yourself to keep creating. So really ask yourself these questions. Why are you growing a brand on this platform? And what are the goals that are driving you to keep going? Maybe it's being able to leave your nine to five. 
Maybe it's just having a solid side hustle that can kind of contribute to your income. Maybe it's connecting with other people who share your interests because you don't have a lot of friends in real life that share those same interests. Maybe it's becoming a participant in an existing fan community that you're really passionate about. Whatever it is, I would encourage you to write it down, have it somewhere kind of near your space where you work when you're creating and remind yourself of that, especially if you can kind of boil it down to something concise, some kind of um, mantra or statement that you can kind of repeat to yourself, then in those moments where you really don't feel like creating or you don't feel like you have the energy to keep pursuing this passion, you can kind of repeat it to yourself and remind yourself exactly why you're doing this. Also in this stage, it's really important that you develop a clear brand identity before you just kind of start throwing spaghetti at the wall, so to speak, like just start posting whatever. You want to think about who your brand is really going to be and what are you going to be defined by online. So ask yourself, who are you? What do you want to be known for? You might think you already know the answer to these questions, but it's more than just answering them at a surface level. I mean, who are you? Okay, obviously I'm Katie, duh, you know, but it's about really diving deep and truly identifying who you are as a creator and a brand online. And a big part of that, because this is the nature of the position of being a creator, is who you are to your audience. Because the thing is, for any one of us, you cannot answer who you are in such a concise way that it's going to make sense on the internet because all of us contain multitudes, right? We have a variety of hobbies and interests and different roles in our lives. You know, like for me, I am a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a wife, I'm a cousin, I've got all these different relations to different people, right? And I can't contain all of that in this little brand that I put out on the internet. So when you're thinking about who you are as a content creator, think about who you are in the context of your audience. What are you going to be known for? Who are you going to be to them? And finally, you need to figure out who your target audience is going to be. Speaking of that, it's very important to understand who you're posting for. That's also going to help illuminate who you are going to be in their lives, like what kind of figure you are going to be, what role will you play in their journey, in the journey of your audience members. And once you figure out this target audience, you'll then be able to develop what your content pillars are going to be and what your niche is. So you can see all of these different pieces at play when it comes to developing content that's actually going to help you grow. I think there's kind of a, a timeline here. Like I was saying at the beginning of this point, a lot of creators dive in and just start making stuff before really thinking about these details. And you know, I think that's okay. It's a really great way to get practice. Maybe you're in that stage right now where you're just kind of experimenting with creating some Canva graphics or putting together some photo carousels or editing some reels. That's a really great stage to begin at because we all need lots of practice so that we can get better at creating content. But when you're thinking, okay, maybe I'm not seeing the results that I really want to get, or I'm not really sure how all of this different content I'm making is really contributing to my growth, then it's time to really go back to the foundation of it all and ask yourself some of the questions that I've been talking about through this point. So really figuring out what your why is, what your goal is behind all this growth, and then determining who you're going to be as a creator and who you're going to be to your audience. 
And then of course, figuring out, like I'm saying now, who your target audience is, really, really determining who those folks are going to be and how you're going to be able to serve them. And once you've got all of that in place, then you can kind of get into the nitty gritty of what your content pillars and your niche are going to be. I really think working through the process in this order is going to be ideal for really getting clear on a strategy that's going to be effective at helping you grow. I always recommend when it comes time to the, you know, the content planning stage, when people are really enthusiastic about diving in and coming up with post ideas, I always recommend taking a couple steps back and picking your ideal audience first, like getting really, really clear on who they are. Who are the people that you want to be a part of your community? Once you know who you're creating content for, you can figure out what other topics they might be interested in as well. Doing it this way will help you go beyond just the basic content pillars that are maybe too generic or too repetitive. And instead, you'll be creating content that relates to the person that you're targeting versus just a general subject area that you're trying to fulfill. So if you take the time to set up your brand strategy, your journey to growth is going to be so much smoother instead of kind of wandering around feeling uncertain about what you're posting and how this reel is really going to help you reach your goals or how this carousel is really going to do what you're hoping it's going to do. You'll feel a lot more confident and like, you know, what each and every post you're creating is really working towards and contributing to when you do this strategizing and planning. So that is the very first mistake is not thinking through all of these different pieces before you really start putting your time and energy into posting. So I really encourage you, if you haven't done this already, take a step back and think through those questions and really get a clear sense of what your why is, what your brand identity is, and who your target audience is going to be. Mistake number two, not developing a content strategy and system. One of the most essential things for creators is to have a content strategy and a content creation system in place. And this planning and the intention around this is really what sets apart, in my opinion, Instagram hobbyists from Instagram professionals or just content creator hobbyists and content creator professionals in general. Now, let me explain what exactly I mean by a content strategy and a content creation system. A content strategy is essentially the framework or structure that you put in place that will then guide what you put on your content calendar. Usually it's a repetitive structure that includes the formats that you know will speak to your audience and that work towards your goals as a brand. Whereas your content creation system, on the other hand, would be the habit or routine that you can return to in order to stay consistent with your content creation. Your content strategy is going to be different depending on your different goals. Whether you want to focus on growth or increasing engagement or making more sales, each of these goals would require a different content strategy to achieve them. And that's why it's so important that you kind of go through the steps I mentioned in kind of tip number one of figuring out exactly what your goals are, who you want to be and what you want to do, because having that in mind is going to allow you to create a content strategy that's actually going to work. So you really want to have a good sense of what your priority is, whether that is growth. So just increasing your audience, maybe it's getting the audience that you already have more engaged, or maybe it's converting those audience members into customers and generating more sales. 
So for example, if your goal is growing your audience, you might develop a content strategy that looks something like this. So let's say you are planning to post each weekday from Monday to Friday. And like I said, your primary goal is just reaching more people and converting that reach into followers. Maybe your weekly posting schedule would sound like this. So on Monday, you would post a reel with a trending audio. We know that's really great at reach. On Tuesday, you would post an educational graphic carousel. These have a really good chance of getting on the explore page. And in my experience, educational graphic carousels are my best type of feed content for converting reach into new followers. That's where the majority of my new followers come from when it comes to feed content. On Wednesday, maybe you would post another reel with a trending audio. And on Thursday, you might post a shareable meme. Memes are really great at kind of busting outside of your existing audience and getting in front of new potential followers because they're the kind of content that people share to their stories. So the followers of your followers may end up seeing that content shared on a story and they might tap on the post and follow through to your profile where they can follow you. These also perform well on the explore page as well because they're widely applicable and they're kind of interesting and funny to a wide range of people, not just your existing followers. And then finally, on Friday, you would maybe post another reel with a trending audio. And of course, these reels can take all kinds of different formats, whether it is a lip sync to a sound bite, or maybe just using music in the background of a tutorial that you're sharing and you're using a trending music track. Or the reel can even just be something as simple as really aesthetic B-roll that you took of maybe you sipping your morning coffee at your desk or what your work setup or your studio setup looks like with an inspirational quote, like some text over top and a trending audio. Those three formats are all really great at getting increased reach and you can kind of vary it up and do a lot of repurposing so that creating that many reels doesn't have to be super overwhelming if you make them efficiently and you have a good content creation system in place. So speaking of having a good content creation system in place, let's talk about what that actually looks like, because that is just as important as having a strategy that's crafted to work towards your goals. If you don't have a content creation system in place, then chances are you'll never actually bring that content strategy to life. So you can have either like a monthly content creation system or a weekly content creation system, or if you really like to keep things timely, you can even have like a daily routine. For my social media agency, Creatorly Media, we actually do a monthly system. So let me kind of talk you through what that monthly content creation system looks like over at Creatorly. Now, obviously we're doing this for clients, but you can use the same sort of a framework and apply it to a personal content creation routine as well. But let me just talk you through what it looks like over at Creatorly to give you a sense of how we do this. So we structure our work so that we're able to create 20 posts per month for all of our various clients. And we do the whole process of brainstorming and strategizing and content creation and then finally scheduling the content all within a month's time. So at the beginning of November, for instance, we'll be sitting down and talking with our clients about their December content. And then by the end of November, we will have all of December's content scheduled and ready to go live and, and be auto published using later. 
Okay, so this is what our content creation routine looks like then in the context of creating a month's worth of content in about a month's time span. So the first part of this process is our strategy and concept week. So in the first week of the month, we meet with our clients and we discuss the performance of the posts from the previous months and our strategy for the month coming up, taking in mind those insights, analytics, follower feedback, all that kind of thing. And if there's any shifting goals from our client's perspective. Then we use the information and brainstorming that we did in our meeting with our client and we research to develop a content calendar that we can send for their approval on that first Friday of the month. So sometime between like Monday and Wednesday, we'll meet with our clients and then on Friday, we've got that content calendar prepared and ready to go. The next week is content creation and contributions. So basically after the content calendar is approved by the clients by like the second Monday of the month, then the client gets to work on providing their contributions by the end of the next week. So this is kind of a a portion that again is really just applicable to the agency model. If you're creating for yourself, this is going to look different, but we essentially give our clients an assignment of like, okay, here's all the footage that we need from you because we do all of the editing and and compiling of the media, but obviously we're not there in person to actually film our clients. So we give them very specific instructions on how to film their reels footage, how to take photos, how to, you know, even provide us like written details about a certain topic because some of our clients are, you know, experts in a certain area and we need to get that information directly from them to make sure that it's accurate and all of that. So we give very specific instructions in order to receive all those different contributions. And then during this week, as a team, we also start working on the content creation that doesn't require any particular contributions from the client. So oftentimes that will include like graphic carousels or memes or even reels where we are repurposing past content of theirs. So just so we can get a head start on creating stuff in that second week. Okay, so the next part of the process is content creation and review. So this is the third week of the month. At this point, we wrap up all of our content creation as well as do like an internal revisions process because we have um, account managers that work with each of our clients, but then the whole team collaborates on the content for all these clients so that we can get uh, different, you know, various expertises inputting into the content creation process. But we have one person kind of double checking to make sure that everything feels really authentic and in line with the brand of the client. So we have that internal revisions period. And then once all of that is ready, we send it over the client to review on that third Friday of the month. So this is the point where we're kind of getting all that content finished and we're sending it for review. And then finally, we have our revisions and scheduling period of our content creation routine. And this is the last week of the month. So basically we make any requested revisions from the client and then we schedule everything in later so that it is ready to go out the following month. Now, like I was saying, this is how our agency does it. We are working on many different clients at once, and we're also working as a team. So it's not going to be identical to what you might do as a solo content creator, but you can certainly do your own version of this for your own personal content. And that's actually something that I was doing for myself 
for a long time until I switched personally over to a more weekly content creation system. So you can figure out what kind of suits you best. I think if you were going to apply this, um, like our agency model to a more personal content creation routine, then you might think about doing it as, you know, maybe the first week of the month. You are also working on your own strategy and coming up with your own concepts. You can have sort of a brainstorming meeting with yourself. I recommend maybe going by your favorite coffee shop, grabbing a latte, sitting down with your notebook, looking through your Instagram insights and really asking yourself what performed well and why did it perform well? And how can I use those same concepts and apply it? to, you know, maybe fresh topics in the new month. So do that brainstorming session, do that maybe in the first week of the month and put together your content calendar. Then potentially in the second and third weeks of the month, you can work away on actually batching that content. So you can film your reels, shoot your photos, write your captions, create your graphics and put that all together over the course of two weeks or so. And then finally, in the last week of the month, you can sit down and get all of your content that you've captured organized, put it into your favorite scheduling platform. Maybe it's later, maybe you just use Facebook's like internal scheduling system for Instagram content, um, Instagram creator studio, whatever you like to use, get everything scheduled so that you can sit back and look at that full month calendar of everything scheduled and feel very satisfied that your content is ready to go live. So that's what it might look like if you use this monthly creation process as an individual creator. But you could also scale this down and do it on a week to week basis if creating more timely content is more accessible to you or more interesting to you or you just don't feel up to creating so much all at once. So what this might look like on a weekly basis is planning out your content on Monday. So say you sit down on Monday and like you're thinking about your content for next week. So you plan your content calendar for the following week. On Tuesdays, maybe you film all your reels and you shoot any photos you need. And then on Wednesdays, maybe you edit those videos. Maybe you also do some graphic design, like make some Canva carousel graphics. And then on Thursdays, maybe you'd sit down and schedule all that content and get it scheduled for the following week. And then Friday, you can just sit back, relax with peace of mind, knowing that your content is going to be ready to go live the next week. You can really do whatever works best for you and what fits within your own lifestyle and other obligations. Basically just pick your content creation system based on what already fits into your life, because that is going to be the best way to guarantee that it's actually going to be sustainable for you in the long term. If you try to bend over backwards and do some kind of system that really feels unattainable to you, then chances are you're going to you know, give up after a short time because it's just too difficult. So really find a system and a routine that works for you because that is what's going to help you stick with it. So hopefully I've been able to convince you that coming up with a content strategy as well as a content creation system is essential if you want to be a consistent and therefore successful creator. So if you haven't thought about how you develop your content and the process of doing that and the process of actually creating it and getting it published, definitely take some time to sit down and think about that and think about how you might be able to fit it into your existing routines and lifestyle. Mistake number three. 
not using an organized content calendar. It's really great to have a strategy and a system, but now it's finally time to put that all together into an actual content calendar and then get creating. But it would be a huge mistake to just create content without having first researched and planned out your ideas in a really detailed way. And this is where a content calendar really comes in. You might already know that you want to post, say, three reels, one carousel, and one meme each week, right? That's your strategy. That's, that's the strategy that we developed earlier in this episode. But a content calendar is essentially like the actual detailed list of the content ideas and concepts that, you know, are going to be obviously organized chronologically in a calendar or maybe on a spreadsheet. But these are like the specific fully formed ideas of exactly what you're going to post on each given day. So like, what's that reel going to be about? What is that graphic carousel going to be teaching your audience? Like the actual detailed concepts. Now, if you've been following me for a while, then you'll definitely already know that I'm a huge fan of Notion for this. I use Notion for both my personal brand and for my business, Creatorly Media. We use Notion content calendar templates that we've developed internally for all of our clients at Creatorly. And I just find that it is the best, most versatile system for being able to plan and organize your content as a creator. Um, and if you you know are curious about this, but you're feeling a little bit intimidated, because I know one concern a lot of people have about Notion is that it takes a lot of upfront work to create all of these systems and databases. Um, so I created a little template to help you all out with that. So I created a custom Notion system just for content creators. So it's for organize your, your content ideas across platforms, whether you're creating on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or a podcast, or any combination of those, and for organizing your brand guide, for your brand partnerships, your affiliate links, all of that stuff is within my Notion content creator bundle. So this is essentially a group of templates that you can use as a content creator to really get yourself organized using Notion. It's up on my website, so you can just go to katiesteckley.com shop to see all of the details, but I definitely recommend checking that out if you're curious about Notion, but feeling intimidated about getting a system set up for yourself. But if you already are really attached to some other kind of project organization system, that's okay too. Just make sure that you have a good content calendar in place where you can actually organize out all of your ideas and have it in an easily accessible place so that you can make your content creation system that much more efficient. Mistake number four, not focusing on just creating good content. The final mistake that I want to address with y'all today that I see a lot of folks making is really just not keeping their focus on creating good content. There are so many distractions out there in the world of Instagram strategy, whether it's thinking about hashtags, the exact length that your reels should be, the exact day and time you should be posting your content, the exact timing of your Instagram story content. There's so many tiny little details that a lot of people really get absorbed in and they think that's going to make or break their growth as a creator. But the most important growth method is just creating good content. My philosophy on Instagram growth in particular is that it's not about hacks or tricks. It's not about spamming people's DMs or using the follow for follow method. It's simply about creating content that people actually connect with. 
Instead of creating for the algorithm, you should focus on improving your craft and creating content that people will just genuinely vibe with so they want to view more of your content and become a part of your community. Even more importantly, you need to create content that you will enjoy creating. I know from experience that if you focus too heavily on the numbers, on the algorithm, on your growth, then you eventually will kind of lose interest in what you're creating. You'll lose that spark, that creativity that kind of got you started as a content creator in the first place, and you'll really rapidly hit burnout. So it's really important that you focus not only on creating what you love and what you're passionate about, that will help you prevent burnout, but also just focus on creating just legit good content instead of all these little hacky things that you think you might be able to do to help you increase your reach or gain followers faster. As I said at the very top of the episode, being a content creator does involve work. It's not just, you know, this random process of throwing some content up online and then getting famous and getting brand deals. There is a process to it, but you don't have to do it alone. I know when I first started on this path, I felt really lost and I felt like I had no idea what I was doing or how to get to the next step. I felt like all of my friends that were pursuing more traditional careers had a very clear path from this role to the next promotion or you know moving through their education to get to where they wanted to be but with being a content creator it's not so clear cut it there wasn't a guide it was completely you know i was just wandering around trying to figure it out so that's exactly why i launched my first ever signature instagram course called the instagram roadmap when i first started i felt lost so i created a map for you through the content creator journey so that you don't have to feel lost like I did. In this course, we go over all of these things in tons of more detail. Like I was everything I was talking about in today's episode, I really dive deep into in the course. And throughout the Instagram roadmap, you'll learn how to develop the foundational strategy and branding necessary for real growth. You'll understand the Instagram algorithm and how it can help you reach new audiences. Trust me, it's not holding you back. You just gotta know how to use it. You'll also learn how to craft a system a strategy that works for you and your lifestyle so you can see growth but not get burnt out and you'll learn to recognize the most effective types of instagram content that are growing accounts in 2022 and incorporate these types of content into your own strategy and finally of course if it's a course about being a content creator and going full-time you know that i had to include teaching you how to implement the most effective methods for monetizing your content and your audience to build a reliable income as a content creator you can learn more about the course and all of the stuff that i shared in today's episode by going to the instagramroadmap.com it's also going to be linked in the show notes but if you're passionate about becoming a full-time content creator and utilizing instagram to grow your audience then you're definitely not going to want to miss out on the Instagram roadmap. So I hope you found today's episode helpful and I hope that I've empowered you to move through some of these mistakes or mishaps that you might be making as a beginner content creator and start to really intentionally build a strategy that is going to help you grow a community that will allow you to turn this passion into a full-time job. So thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next week back here on the creator club podcast thanks so much for listening to the creator club podcast this show is produced by creatorly media a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators if you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on instagram 
If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.